Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a good week gone by so far. For all the good things that you have poured into our life, we thank you for your mercy, your grace upon our life, Lord. That which still gives us that opportunity to turn back and come to you. And the knowledge that you are pouring into us, the information about who you are, to get to know you better through your word as we study it, your ways, and how you operate. So that when we know you as our father, when we know you as a merciful king, when we know you as a master who is generous and kind, then we are able to turn towards you in every circumstance, knowing that we can call on one of these and you always hear us. We thank you, Lord, that you bring us, you draw us to you yourself. For out of our own limitation, out of our own flesh, we cannot come to you. It is only by your spirit, not by our might and not by our power, that we come to you, that we overcome, that we pray. And that we are able to take action based on the faith that we express. We thank you, Lord, that you are always pouring your grace into our lives. It is renewed every morning for us. Your mercy, the grace that comes with it, Lord. And the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts, Lord, when we are with you. When we join our spirits to you to be one in spirit and commune. That same peace and joy, Lord, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting. That are part of this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. Those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all Christians everywhere that do not yet know you personally. And let us become those living testimonies that can go out and tell people of what we know about you. We share it also with all those that do not want to know you, that have turned away from you, Lord. And we ask for their quickening in their spirit, that they are willing to have that introduction to you. And When they come out of that will, they are able to see your light, your glory. That brings about transformation in their lives as well, Lord. And Father, we call on your name as we make our prayer this morning, knowing that everyone that calls on your name shall not end up in shame. We come with our baggage, we come with our worries, with our cares, we come with all our intercessions and our own personal intentions. We place them before you, Father. We call on your name, knowing that we shall not go back in that disappointment. The name of the one that is a lifter of men, the one who is high and lofty and is ever faithful. And that is where we draw that confidence from. Because your word says it. The Lord of Lords, the one who is the preserver of men and whose hand is not short to redeem us, the great I am. 
And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who bought us that redemption through his own blood. That we might not have to stand in a position where the devil can continue to accuse of sin. The minute we turn around and ask for mercy, the blood speaks for us, our advocate. We thank you, Lord, for that advocate in our lives who pleads for us in heaven. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the advocate that who is here on earth with us, that, that pleads on our behalf, makes intercession for us with deep sighs and groans, pleading for mercy. Our comforter, our intercessor, our counselor, the one who convicts us and raises us up from every difficult situation that has drawn us or poured us out into a pit. The spirit of El Shaddai, that spirit of victory that gives us that strength, that confidence. The one who raised Jesus from the dead and now made his tabernacle within us and gives life to our mortal body that we are no longer condemned to death through sin. But there is hope and there is an opportunity to enter into your kingdom when he makes his tabernacle within us. We are sanctified, purified, clothed again with your glory, your light. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with that opportunity of prayer where we can legally call upon our advocates and legally call upon you to step in our circumstance. Who is the advocate and who is the judge as well? We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with angels, with destiny helpers. You have blessed us, Lord, with the gift of your word that we are able to know you more and we are able to know your ways more as well and so come closer to you and become more and more confident as we build our relationship with you, knowing what you will do for us. Your unchangeable, infinite love for us. John 3.16, Lord, we remember that every time we step into that mode of prayer. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every such opportunity, with every grace, with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and every provision in accordance with your riches, not in accordance with what we would be judged by. Your riches in glory through Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy that you renew for us every single day. And you load us daily with benefits. We thank you, Father. We cannot thank you enough. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. That there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. And every Christian everywhere by that same precious blood that has won all victories against the enemy. And every force of wickedness that comes against this spiritual barricade that we erect around us. Let it be judged by the fire of heaven in the name of Jesus. You put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord. 
We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare divine exemption from any of these kind of disasters. And I command that angelic protection over these, your people, this family, Lord, called by your name, the Holy Spirit, Brisbane Prayer Group, in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. It says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we sent it. When we send it in faith, in the mighty, unmatched, all-powerful, all-prevailing name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life in our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. In the last few days, we have reflected on doors in the Spirit and how we provide access or permission for good or evil to walk through those doors. And one of the keys we touched there to open doors was honor. That opens doors to favor and blessings. And today I'd like to look at it a little more today and tomorrow actually. We'll continue into it. We'll take two good, powerful stories and our learnings from it, from the Bible. And why this is important, why it's important not to dishonor God's anointed ministers. And I'll show you a minister, sorry, I'll show you a mystery that Many don't know. We've read this story so many times. But let's look at it again. But I'll start with, first of all, verse that we've taken during our chapter in doors as well. Hebrews 7 verse 7, which says, Without doubt, the greater always blesses the lesser. So honor the one that is greater at a skill, at a business that you are aspiring for. One that is successful in their finances or generally successful, more successful than you actually. You honor them and that opens doors to success. That's a spiritual key. It might look a little vague in the physical, but when you look at how they bless you physically, it can be in the form of their sphere of influence a reference that they might provide or education that they might give you on how they have been successful. Recommendations as a destiny helper. Physically, it might look like this, but spiritually, it is that honor that triggered every outcome. In Psalms 105 verse 50, now this is touching on why it is important not to dishonor. In Psalms 105 verse 15, God said, Touch not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. And so it is dangerous to dishonor God's chosen ones as well. The ones upon whom the grace of his anointing rests. The one that whom he has chosen to bless others. Let me show you now. Let us go to our first example 
in the Bible. And that is Abraham. What did God covenant Abraham? You see, in Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3, he made his covenants with him. He said, I will make you a powerful nation. But in verse 3, he said, those that bless you, I will bless them. And those that curse you, I will curse them. Now, when we look at it, honoring a man of God in whatever way is blessing him. Someone that takes that place of a man of faith. When you say man, it's man or woman. A person of faith. When you bless them, God is under covenant and he is obliged to bless you. Because that man is the son of Abraham in faith. God honors his covenant that he made with Abraham. That is why I said it is dangerous to dishonor because of Genesis 12 verse 3. Let's look at the story of Abraham and Lot now. Lot coming into this picture. God called Abraham out of his father's house. When he called him, he said, leave everything and go to a place I will show you. At that time, Abraham was 75 years old. He was childless and he lived in his father's house, not his own. So question here, was he living in abundance? Not his own house, father's house, old, 75 years and childless as well. There is no sign of abundance there. Yet the Bible tells you later that when he followed God's instruction, left his father's house and went to the direction God pointed him in, you see that the Bible says he became among the richest in the land. God fulfilled his promises of Genesis 12 verse 2 to prosper him. Now let's look at Abraham's honor. Abraham honored Melchizedek with a tithe and was blessed with more riches, with favor. He honored the angels that visited him. He was also blessed with sons. He was looking for one, but he got two, two sons. Are you seeing Hebrews 7 verse 7 here? Abraham carried out honor. Now let's move on. What about Lot? Lot accompanied Abraham on his journey. Now this is the association part of it. You can be blessed even by being associated with someone. Just because of that association and honor, Lot was blessed. When they left their hometown, they were empty-handed. But later the Bible says, Lot had many servants. He had herds, he had cattle, he had everything. Just as Abraham grew, he grew as well in his riches. But then he reached a point where they became so big that the herdsmen of Abraham and Lot started fighting with each other for the same space where their cattle grazed. And when Lot and Abraham settled their dispute, Lot was shown two ways. He was given a choice, two doors. He was asked to choose one of them. One would go a little into the wilderness and the other was the lush green plains. Lot chose the lush green looking open plains 
that was just outside Sodom, while Abraham went towards the wilderness. Lot thought that he had chosen abundance. Looking at the green plains, anyone would. But where did those plains lead him? The city next to it was Sodom. And the Bible records that a little later, that sin city, that was when the angels came to destroy it, Lot was found living in it. He just migrated to the plains outside Sodom. And yet in a little more time, he was drawn into it. Not everything that looks green is a door to abundance when you are given two doors to choose from. In fact, when you read Lot's story further, it says he was captured by the king of Sodom and all his belongings taken away. All his people that were with him were taken captive. Abraham had to take his men and wage war to release him. That war itself is another topic. But when you look at it closely, it was actually Abraham waging spiritual war against the king of sin. He was the king of Sodom, remember? When you think of it spiritually, Abraham waging war against the king of sin, who lured Lot to the green plains near sin. He was attracted towards it, fell for the trap, and then drew him into it. Abraham had to negotiate with the king of Sodom, who wanted to bargain with him, to leave the people, take all the wealth, but leave the people behind. You see that Satan's strategy. He doesn't care about wealth either. He says, take all the wealth you want. Just give me the slaves. I want the souls. And where did it all start? Where did that downfall of Lot start? When he chose to leave Abraham's side. When their herdsmen fought, he never had a, any issue with Abraham. Just their herdsmen fought. That's when the anointing of, I will bless those that bless Abraham left Lot. I'll say that part again. That's the most vital lesson there. That's when the blessing of, or the anointing of, I will bless those who bless Abraham. Genesis 12 verse 3. That anointing left Lot. Till then he kept prospering. Had he known that this was the connection or the reason for his prosperity, he would never have chosen to leave Abraham. He maybe would have sorted out his differences, which is what he should have done if he knew. Sorted out differences between the herdsmen, probably sacked a few of them that were still bickering. And he would have retained the blessing and that close relationship with Abraham. Are you seeing how honor and association works? And yet Lot didn't discern it. And it brought his own downfall. When you look closely at Lot's story further, it did not end there. Even when the angels brought him out, he lost his wife. And the two daughters that came with him carried a bit of education of what they had learned from Sodom. You read on their story when they went to escape and live in a cave, it tells you furthermore that education did not come from God's ways. But we'll stop there today. This is more about 
our learnings on honor and association. Tomorrow we will take another association, another story from the Bible. Similar in nature, slight difference. This time, this other person discerned the anointing and used that association to his advantage. You can see the difference between that person and Lot then. We shall take that, that story or that chapter from the Bible tomorrow. We will continue on honor and association. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for an understanding, Lord, for our eyes to be opened so that we in all our dealings, in all our networkings, in all our relationships with our family, with our community, let us always bear that at the back of our mind, that lesson to honor others, to spiritually seek to discern what people carry and to ensure that we don't dishonor those that you have blessed. To watch what we speak against your people, Lord. And to generally imbibe in our own nature that habit of honoring people so that we stay away from any kind of sinful speech. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Father. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease this day. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures. We plead for mercy, Lord. Forgiveness of sins. And an opening of eyes to return to your ways. To repentance. That you shall heal our land. You shall forgive all sins. We remember all those that we are raising up in prayer this day that need a prayer for sickness and disease. Let us look beyond that sickness, Father, in the spirit to see what triggered it. And out of that repentance, Father, let our eyes be opened to turn away and to renounce that. We pray also for all families that are battling all kinds of division and separation. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, especially those that are battling any kind of stronghold that brings prayerlessness, that brings busyness over their lives, that has brought them into poverty, where they are making bricks without straw, struggling to pay their bills, Lord. And where there is ignorance of your ways and your will, the systems of advantage you have given that we are not even taking advantage of. Open our eyes to those truths, Lord, in your word. Help us search like a hungry person, seeking those answers from you. To persevere in prayer, Lord. And we pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O oh Lord, that they might call on your name, draw them towards you, that they might confess their faith 
that they might repent from all sin and might step into your favor through your grace. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. That we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other, believing in the spirit that we have received everything that we pray under this open heaven because we are joining our spirit with your spirit to be one. We thank you, Lord, for that answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shalom <laughs> 
Kura sedla broseta yan jata tata la rabadias kata tete Barasta da rasha la In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We receive, we believe, we say amen. Scripture that was put on my heart this morning is from Galatians 3, 29. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful reflections, our Friday Bible study sessions and the daily rosary and divine mercy, please share those links for Zoom and YouTube with others and encourage them to come and join. There are many that are seeking to pray. There are many that are seeking to know God more. It is only our job, our duty, and that's the least we can do to facilitate it. Share those links. Give it as a gift and bless them. Also a reminder about our Bible study session this evening. The topic is the third part in our series on choose worship over worry. And in this series, we are learning that worship is a strong spiritual weapon and we can fight fear with faith. Praise and worship starts from 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, followed by Confess Boldly, Testimony Time, and then the Bible teaching of the evening from 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Time Standard. Sorry, Australian Eastern Standard Time onwards. We shall post a message on our chat group with various time zones as well for people around different parts of the world. You can follow one of those, or if you're in a different country, just convert it to your local time. You can join accordingly. If you're unable to make it, you can also listen to the recordings on YouTube. They are all available on our YouTube channel. Please share that message with others. It carries links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. You'll find those messages on our YouTube page, on our Facebook page, as well as on our Telegram group. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. We shall see you at Bible study this evening. Thank you, Thank Russell. You, God, bless God bless everyone. Bless everyone.